Hey there, and welcome to the Two Mom Life Podcast, a show for moms like us balancing it all and ready to live an inspired and full life. Everybody, welcome. I'm your host, Jody Freed, mom of four, Jewish community professional, and mother's empowerment coach. Motherhood is a journey, and on this podcast, inspired by Jewish thought, you will learn from other moms, receive practical advice, and loads of inspiration. Motherhood is messy and certainly not perfect. So here is to mom life, to finding your way, to finding perfect moments. Here is to you. Hey, 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 welcome back to this next episode of Two Mom Life. Boy, am I excited to share with you today's episode where I sit down with Debbie Sasson from Debbie Sasson Coaching. Debbie is a financial empowerment coach. She is like a must have (laughs) in your life regarding anything finance. So this episode is coming from the Jewish Mama Mashup, an interview series that I ran several months back around all the aspects of motherhood. And I brought in guests to help us make motherhood just a little bit easier, right? Exactly, exactly my mission for this podcast. And so Debbie came in and had a great discussion with me really about how to take control of your finances. And it's never too late. Debbie brings such a wealth of expertise. You'll hear more from her, but she worked in the big financial firms for many years and she has a background in economics and analyzing trends and then some stuff, some stuff happened in her life and she got a wake up call and pivoted to support especially women in in taking control of their finances and their financial future. So without any further ado, I'm going to let the episode play. We would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, Feel free to get in touch with me, Love Adventure Mom on Instagram, on Facebook. And of course, you can email me, Jodi at loveadventuremom.com. And if you love this episode and our other episodes, please leave us a review on iTunes. We would absolutely love it. And it helps other women reach us and hear the powerful messages on this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, everyone. Today, we have a really special conversation, something that we haven't delved into quite yet, which is finances. And I know this can get sticky for some of us. So we have an expert with us today, Debbie Sasson, and she is going to share with us some really practical tips and advice and more about what it means to be in control of our finances and our financial future, especially as women and as moms. So Debbie, before we really dive in, can you just give us a brief introduction about who you are and what you do? Hi, Jody. thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. First of all, I live in Israel, so born in Los Angeles. I've been now in Israel for over 31 years. And my background is I really started um, in investments when I was on Wall Street a long time ago. Worked in corporate finance in Wall Street in New York and London. And then after moving to Israel, I started working at the Bank of Israel for 18 years, both in the portfolio management and the economics department doing performance analysis. So I come from a very solid financial background. And then after my, my baby, he's my eighth child, was born, 
12 and a half years ago. Good I, for you. I like, <laughs> like he you my mud mouthfish, you know, I couldn't keep going to work and take care of my beautiful expanding family. Yeah. And I transitioned into personal financial planning. And that was when I discovered, very different from the corporate world, uh, that people have a lot of emotions and triggers and a lot of just a whole package, you know, a whole peckle that comes into our relationship with money. And at that time, you know, doing my work with people, planning their finances, especially, you know, could they afford a mortgage, um, investments, retirement planning, that I went and got a little bit more, a lot more over the years, it's been 12 years, you know, skills, background, knowledge, experience, helping people to manage a lot of the emotional process that needs to accompany the practical money work. In fact, a lot of the, what happens with the money, money is very practical, the dollars in the sense, but the, the inner work that we have to do, all the messages that we have in our families, managing our brains and our minds and all the things that are the, the triggers that we have, that's where the real work comes in. And so that's the real beauty that I love and I bring to my clients today in the in coaching relationship. That is really incredible. And I think it's so profound. And I'm just really excited about this conversation because I see how stressful money can be, especially as like young Jewish families, which I know a lot of us are, you know, moms of small families, growing families, large families. And it you know, there is a lot, there's a lot of baggage that we bring from our families, from what people are telling us, what we're hearing in our communities. And it's difficult to sort through all of that and sift through and break through to manage our finances and our financial futures. So tell us more, especially as women in today's world, Jewish women, what does it mean to be in control of our finances? Each one of us, you, me, the other women listening in, right, we each come with our own baggage. Yeah. But if you're married, your partner also comes with his baggage from his background. So it could be that you grew up in a family where you were very, very frugal and every penny was counted and you coupon clipped and, and your family, you know, managed the money one way. And he came from a family where they'd walk into a store, they'd see something, they'd get it. So, and then you bring, you know, this cocktail of yeah. different people, with different relationships and backgrounds. And that can be sometimes explosive. First of all, the power of anything is in awareness, hmm. right? And so many of us don't even know what's going on with our money. You know, money comes in, money goes out. We have expenses, the kids, the schools, the kindergartens. We have to go to a bar mitzvah here, a wedding there. We have to buy a gift and it has to be this much money. And those are messages that come, they're external. They come from outside of us, what we have to do, how we have to keep up with the community, keep up with our neighbors. We have to buy the latest fashion, the latest, you know, there, there's, so, there's so many external influences and impulses on, on what we're doing. So the first thing is really to constrain, constrain all of that stuff going on outside of us. And let's start by letting the numbers do the talking, right? Rather than being reactive to what's going on outside of us, let's be proactive and just start tracking your numbers. Start tracking where is your money going? Hmm. Not to be judgmental, like, oh no, you bought too much. You know, why did we buy all those treats for Shabbos? But let's just hmm. like, let's like pull back the cover and see what's going on underneath and find out where the money's going with curiosity, interest. Mm -hmm. Like we don't even know sometimes what's going on or, you know, yeah. clients, their insurances that overlap, you know, they're like pretty much the same services. They're paying twice for the same thing. 
And we think that the numbers are going to say that we've been buying too many clothes, but maybe it's not that. Uh-huh. I worked with one a few years ago and she realized that in 10 years of marriage, she just kept paying for everything for the family and she hadn't like bought herself a new shaitel. It's like, oh, like I never realized how much I was doing without while I was serving everybody else's needs. Let's just like discover what's going on. And, and we haven't even been taught how to do that. Nobody ever sat down and said like, let's just like figure out what's going on, track your expenses, know where your money's going and let's just start there. So what's the way to do that? So you're basically saying, look at your numbers and come at it from a neutral place, right? You're not judging yourself. You're not judging your husband. You're not judging your kids and they're not judging you. Just like from a neutral, as you said, like point of curiosity and interest uncover what money is coming in and what's going out and where it's going to. So do you recommend doing that in an Excel spreadsheet or how do we start from the basics? You could do it just with a notebook. You know, I don't want the tool to be the obstacle. Like, oh, I have to do it perfectly. I have to get it right. If I don't do it right, then it's not going to work. And that can also, people sometimes have fear and they will take their fear and put it on the, you know, on the thing that's outside of themselves. Put it in a notebook, put it on an Excel spreadsheet. When I work with my clients, I work with an online tool called moneymineronline.com. It's some um, software that you can buy. It's like $9 a month or $97 a year. And that's an excellent tool. It was developed by money coaches, but there are other programs online that you can, that you can use also with effective results. It doesn't really matter. The tool is secondary to the decision and the commitment to actually, you know, be in the process. Cool. Yeah, I love that. And don't let the tools overwhelm you. I think so important and goes for so many areas of life. And then, okay, so once we've started tracking, like what's the next step or how long do we need to track for? Well, some people will start and say, listen, let's just start today and let me look at your bank statements and your credit cards going backwards for three months. That's one way to do it. And you can do it. You can take everything together. A lot of people are like, they don't remember and they use some cash and money went here and there. And it's very hard to to do that. So I like to say with my clients, let's just draw a line in the sand and let's go forward from today. And also it means you're mindful in the moment of what's going on in your life. And one of my clients is like, oh, I realized I went window shopping and I was just entertaining myself and I saw some earrings and they were interesting and they weren't that much money. And if I hadn't been tracking, I would have bought them. But now that I'm tracking, I was able to make a, a different decision. So in the, in the you know, moment, you can already start making stronger decisions. But you start tracking, you find out where the money's going. Most people need to keep tracking um, forever. That's where the power is, is when you are in charge, you make a plan. Of, and that's really the second step is once you see where the money's going and you have that power in your hand like oh now I can make different decisions before I wasn't even making a decision or I was but it was kind of a unconscious or semi-conscious decision it wasn't me being decisive it was like my money telling me where it went rather Mm -hmm. than me telling my money where I wanted to go yeah and that's where the planning stage comes in wow that's powerful so take us take us more you know into the future so if I'm a Jewish woman and I really want to own my financial future, what does that mean, right? We've uncovered a couple of the steps. Tell me more. First of all, I really think it's important to, to point out most women 
are going to be managing their money on their own at some point in their life. Mm. Like these are, that's the harsh reality of the world is that 80 to 90% of women are going to die single, right? Mm. I don't you know, want to be so morbid on this, um, yeah. <laughs> but, but the truth of life is that, you know, some women don't get married, God forbid, um, women get divorced. We tend to marry men who are older than we are a couple of years and women have a longer life expectancy. So the reality is, is that, you know, eight or nine out of 10 women will manage money on her own. So own your financial future is a real harsh reality. That's what we're going to be doing. The earlier we learn the language, the tools, the skills about, of managing money, the easier it is. To own your financial future means when you're planning, the way it starts is by looking at your money today, where your money's going, and planning for that future. So that includes setting aside money in, you can call it an emergency fund, a rainy day fund. I like to call it even a financial freedom fund. It mm. gives it a more like upbeat type of, uh, you know, vibe to it. Yeah. Because something's going to happen. Your car is going to need repairs unexpectedly. Yeah. You'll need unexpected dental work. Or, you know, my two-year-old once picked up my prescription sunglasses and like broke them because <laughs> that's what two-year-olds do. <laughs> And I needed them and I needed to get them quickly. So that's another expense. Life, life happens. And it's not that it's, things are unexpected because we expect that unexpected things will happen, but you'll be able to handle the financial side of it much more readily if you have money set aside in this little pot, you know, in a, in a financial freedom fund, rainy day fund, so that the money's there. And especially in the Jewish world, I would say, where, you know, a bar mitzvah is planned or known about 13 years in advance, right? <laughs> yeah. But weddings can happen in three months, right? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. your best friend is going out, she gets engaged to your, your niece or your cousin or whatever, and all of a sudden you're traveling across the country to go to a hasna, right? All of a sudden you need airplane tickets and you need clothes and, and there's a, an expense that you weren't expecting. You might've been anticipating that, yes. you know, it should be happening. And those kinds of expenses can really set somebody's budget like on its side so and for a while the effects yeah. ripple right yeah oh for sure so it's really important to have money set on the side i actually like to work with my clients having two short-term like bank accounts one is for like real emergencies and one is for things that we know are going to happen like we know that pesach is going to happen every single year mm. and we know that it usually is higher expense than the rest of the months of the year. Like you want to have some money set aside for, for clothes. If you need cleaning help, matzahs can be expensive. You need to buy maybe some extra meat, some extra wine. There's, there's a whole, you know, purchasing element of Pesach that's separate from the physical element of the cleaning and the preparing and the getting ready. So if you had extra money on the side for that, it would make the holiday so much calmer. And also, if you would plan the activities that you're going to do with your family during the holiday, that would also make it a lot easier. Yeah. What a fantastic idea, because even though we might not be bringing in, in any more money, it's just sometimes just allocating our money differently and being intentional about it, which I think is a word that you used earlier on in the conversation, being making those decisions and not letting the decisions happen to us can make all the exactly. difference. So yeah. yeah, that's really beautiful. I really love that idea. 
And you've given us some really concrete, actionable steps to take in working towards setting ourselves and our families up for success and taking control of our finances a little more. So tell us um, if you have one last piece of advice, I'd love to hear that. And then after that, you can just let us know where everybody can reach you. So I would say commitment. The most mm -hmm. important step is to commit. And commitment, like, you know, when you enter into a marriage relationship, and I'm not talking about some people, you know, do end up in dysfunctional relationships for whatever reason, we're not going there, but you get married and you are, you're going to figure it out, right? <laughs> like two people come from different backgrounds. And if you're committed to the relationship and making it work, you'll be able to figure it out. There'll be obstacles, there'll be frustration, there'll be all these things that you weren't anticipating when you're standing under the chuppah. But if you're committed to the relationship, you'll figure it out. So if you're committed to your relationship with money, you'll figure it out. And there's always gonna be new things that you weren't anticipating, but go in with an open mind and an open heart and, and get help, just like you can get help with your marriage to make it better. Just like if you want to, um, let's, you, you know, you want help with your kids in school, you'll get a tutor to help, you know? Mm -hmm. We weren't born knowing everything. None of us knew how to drive when we got, you know, <laughs> when we were born, right? Like we go for driving lessons and then we figure it out, right? So, totally, so we, everything, totally. everything is, is figure outable and we can for sure do it when you're, when you're committed. If you're like, yeah, I'll get to it sometime. Sometimes is going to be kicking the can down the road for a long time. And then you're just going to have a lot more dust balls under the carpet that you, that you have to pull out and, and clean away. And tell us, how can everybody reach you? So I have on my website, debbysassen.com. There's also a link on my page. People can reach out for a, a consult. And um, if there's a timing issue, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll find a time to speak. That's excellent. So I encourage everybody who you know, this is speaking to who really wants help in this area, get help from the professionals. Debbie is here for you. So I really encourage you to take her up on that offer for that consult. Debbie, this has been a really enlightening conversation and I think very helpful to a lot of us tuning in. So thank you so much for joining me. It's been a joy to speak with you and everybody, we will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Two Mom Life podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please remember to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn more about me and my work helping moms feel filled up and in balance, or helping moms integrate family adventures, big and small, into mom life, or to explore how we can work together, visit my website, loveadventuremom.com or find me on Facebook and Instagram at the handle Love Adventure Mom. Till next time, l'chaim to life.